Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. We have a packed, packed agenda tonight. Usually we come in with nothing, and and tonight we got a couple things we want to hit on. So we'll see if we actually hit on them, though. That's always the the toughest part, is staying on track here. But uh, I'd like to welcome my friend Jake from Local Listens Podcast. Jake, thanks for coming on, bud. Hey, Matt. Good to see everyone. How's it going tonight? How's everything going? Oh, excellent. I appreciate the invite, man. I'm glad we got to connect. And I want to give a quick shout out to Ghost from My Third Eye Podcast and Joe from Legit Bat Podcast for bringing us all together. I wouldn't be here without them. So happy to see you guys. Um, Ready to get into some uh, master debating tonight, as you guys would say. Oh, yeah. Be good. Hey, and Ghost is big time now. Do you see that? Ghost Mm. uh, People, Ghost just started up a Patreon. So if you want to get the tavern, Go sign up for Ghost Patreon at uh, My Third Eye Podcast. So go check that out. For five bucks, you're going to get, you know, ridiculous entertainment. Basically, those shows are four to five hours a piece. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, it's well worth it, man. And and, and there's oh, yeah. some great people on there. And uh, so go check that out. Uh, Ryan, how's it going, man? Good, dude. Just freaking hanging out. I'm looking into this deuterium stuff, so that's what it's called. So we'll get into that uh, whenever we talk Okay, we'll add it to the list. Yeah, dude. And Shannon, welcome, bud. What's going on, man? Nice to be here with y'all. Hey, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. So we can get so we can get to this first. I want to hit up, and and since today is the day, and Jake brought it up. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hit up St. George's Day first, just because this is one of those wild ones that really interests me. Um, I don't know. Are you, Ryan, are you, you familiar with St. George's Day? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I, I wasn't really either. I've heard of it, but Jake, fill us in, man. This is, he had sure, a great post sure. on it. Yeah. Well, first of all, you probably would recognize this old painting of St. George. He's standing on top of this dragon. Like he just conquered it. He just slayed it slayed it and um basically what i saw today on the calendar was that in the united kingdom today is saint george's day and what was happening this old story could have been back to ancient rome and then it was re retold in a christian lens in the middle ages what was going on was this terrible dragon this terrible serpent was 
messing with this uh, pagan heathen town. And along comes St. George to rescue them. Now, this, this dragon was demanding sacrifices, particularly children that these people would sacrifice so they could have clean drinking water. And St. Saint George rolls in and he's going to go save the king's daughter, who was the next sacrifice that was going to be offered to this horrible beast. And St. George works together with this princess and she offers him her, her belt or her girdle, which has some uh, sexual symbolism there. They wrap the belt around the dragon's neck. They tame the dragon, bring the serpent back to the town square. And St. George is like, look, you heathens, you pagans, convert to Christianity. And I can slay this dragon right here, right, right now. And so they're like, of course, we'll do whatever you want. And that dragon was dead on the spot. And since then, St. George is now known to be the dragon slayer. And today is the day of his death, April 23rd. It's a strange time to be thinking about dragons and serpents and reptiles. So I'm happy I just kind of stumbled upon that when I looked at my calendar earlier. And it's a whole rabbit hole. And I'm excited to hear what you guys think about. Very interesting on that, dude, for sure. I never. So, yeah. What was the date you said? April April 23rd. 23rd. Yep. That was the day of St. George's death. And I was particularly interested in this because this dragon was poisoning their water supply. So yeah. in, 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 in order for these people to have clean drinking water, they would offer children to be sacrificed to this uh, reptilian overlord, right? Yeah. So you get like satanic shit in there. It's got that Moloch story, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's and, cool. And the Where dragon, you, you know, the dragon, the reptile, the serpent, that's always you know, lately been spun to the negative, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you have St. Patrick who is sent to Ireland to, to get rid of the snakes. Uh, it sounds like a, a similar tale in mm-hmm. a sense that, listen, this is, this is Christianity going in and wiping out any pagans or any non-believers. It's either convert or you will be slayed like mm-hmm. the dragon. And I'll just add one last thing. And I really want to hear what you guys think. The, the girdle, this belt that this princess was wearing kind of seems like it would be a symbol for chastity because these yep. pagans, these heathens, probably, you know, they were having a good ass time having some orgies and whatever. And St. Saint, Saint George is the patron. He's coming in to spread the gospel, to spread this uh, more chaste way of living. And so they use this princess's girdle to tame this dragon. So I think it's, it's very interesting imagery there. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just happened to walk by my calendar. I was like, oh, there's a holiday today in the UK. It's St. George's Day. So that's that's where that all came from. So, dude, I don't know. Did I did you guys ever see this? Um, I posted this on Instagram. It just ties in exactly with what you're saying. You see that? Oh, that's oh, yeah, the Fauci's yeah. mom's crest, right? That's Fauci's. Mm. Yeah. Fauci's mom's little seal. And that looks to me more and more like water, dude, it like does. two buckets of water. Yeah. Yep. And you have the dragon or the snake eating the kid. It's clearly like some sort of ruler. Mm-hmm. It's got the and crown. then, you know, so much symbolism within that, dude. You got abyss. Um, what are know, the her colors, name? Ryan? Blue and gold. Yeah. Blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. Yeah. Yep. Triggered. So, yeah, dude, it, it is a really symbolic one. And this is off the Switzerland one, the Swiss one. And there's a lot of weird shit with the Swiss, dude. Like, um, they're 
I, the Swiss guard guards the Pope, right? The Vatican. So they're tied in real deep. And I mean, if, if anyone could be considered some lizard people, it'd be the people at the Vatican, right? So just weird, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's, I wonder if they're, if they put this whole thing together. Cause that news, you know, what day that news broke about the venom in the water and all that shit. Do you remember the day? What was it? March 22nd, dude. 322, uh, baby. Okay. Oh, all right. Stolen bones, dude. Those right? threes and twos, man. So you get three, two, two, skull and bones. Um, this could have just been a massive distraction. I don't doubt that there's something wrong with the water, though, dude. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Other than the fluoride, because I, I started looking into it. I'm still going to buy a distiller for a hundred bucks. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm lazy. But they, uh, I found out the largest solid mass in water by like a wide margin is toilet paper and tampons mm. in our tap water. That's those so tampons got to be laced with some kind of chemicals. They're not just like pure paper. They're not pure anything. There's probably some kind of oh, chemical of mixture in there. Yeah. Well, and you then, got uh, all the pharmaceuticals too. Right. Oh yeah. Birth control, especially. Yeah. We've got to put a bunch of chemicals in, in the, uh, the water to clean that stuff out. Right. I mean, you're, mm. you're getting microscopic pieces of all this stuff, but I mean, tampons are meant to soak up blood. It's a disgusting thing to talk about. I know. But I mean, you're, you're getting your blood in there. And I'm actually working on an episode right now with the uh, HEK293 cells that they put in food to mm. to preserve the flavor. I don't know if you heard about this shit. Is it the stuff That's they put in like Gatorade and stuff too? Dude, they put it in Pepsi products, yeah. uh, C- Campbell's products. They put it in so many craft. And, and it's not just like anytime you see Pepsi craft or Campbell's. They own so many damn brands like DiGiorno is owned by Kraft, all kinds mm-hmm. of different brands. But what it is, dude, it's the HEK293. The HEK stands for human embryonic kidneys. Ooh. So these are aborted baby kidney fetal tissue. So you're and it supposedly holds flavor really well. So anytime you're ingesting those products, in a way, you're consuming children, dude. Jesus. It's fucked. And That's the twisted. company that did it was the, the company that partnered up with these people was called Cenomix. Uh, so sounds like operation paperclip just went hog wild with the (laughs) food industry there it's scary dude so there's a lot of satanic shit here dude this is why i lean into christianity i'm still agnostic Mm. but i just i i don't buy all the pagan pushing and the uh uh, nothing against anyone that's into it but you know that and the hinduism and all the spirituality i think that there's something to this christianity shit man i'm just trying to find out what it is Mm. so that's the journey, though, Ryan, right? I mean, everybody's looking for that same thing. What is the right path for me? Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, dude, I don't knock anyone for getting into this other shit. I guess I'll take this demon down that we've just been staring at. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, no, I, I don't knock anyone for this stuff, man, because like, you know, not that long ago, I was super fascinated with like, uh, like the dark side of things. You know what I mean? Like I had a shirt company and we'd use all kinds of occult symbols. You know what I mean? And just like upside down crosses and just because it got people's attention. You know what I mean? And then I realized like, dude, that shit's dumb. And then I had that car accident and and it just made me change my mind about all this stuff, dude. So then with what's going on, I just figured like, why not try and look for the good in this fucking realm, whatever we're in. So we'll see, dude. We'll see what happens. I guess when we die. Yeah. Keep all the bullshit out, man. That's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing, dude. You have to now, man. Like, 
I'm sure that it was tough for a lot of people in the old days, like, you know, just trying to live their lives. And then people are getting killed if they're not worshiping the, the Christian God. So I get why people moved away from that. But times are different. You know what I mean? Like mm. that, that'd be like, you know, holding uh, all white people accountable for slavery. And we don't like that. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. It's like, like you said, Matt, it's a journey. Yeah. You could even look at the, the Old Testament it was one version of Christianity. New Testament goes in a different direction with a different flavor. Even the Book of Mormon has uh, other ideas, like especially when you look at John Smith, he was basically visited by a light being or an extraterrestrial entity that led him to this spot where he would encounter these uh, ancient Dude, artifacts. It's, it's crazy you say that. Hey, there you go. I, I, I got just picked it one, up man. the other day. It was like three bucks on no at a used way, bookstore. Dude. I met some Mormons in Dallas, Texas. They gifted this to me. And I don't know if your copy has this, but there's a great painting of Christ when he goes to visit Mexico. So this is going to be hard to see, but there's Jesus and there's a pyramid in the background, pyramid of Mexico. So the whole Aztec pyramid, the Aztec pyramids. Yes, exactly. After his resurrection, he made a pilgrimage to the quote unquote new world. Although I think the old world would be better way to put it. Yeah, now, right? Because now they're trying to make a new new world. Mm. Yeah, dude. It's wild. There, there is something real weird about uh, Mormonism in Mexico, too. Like that whole uh, Mitt Romney connection and yep. uh, how that, that family got like fucking slaughtered down there, dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. by the cartel or whatever. Speaking so, of skull and bones. Well, and it's, an, it's interesting, too, because they're saying that, you know, America has an older history than what yeah. we've been told and that's I, I you know i'm always down to, to hear somebody's take on that yeah. because the fact that we're sold that this that nothing really of any significance happened here until christopher columbus got here i mean that's a joke well you think that i mean it's pretty i think it's pretty well known now i think they say eric the red was here how much longer before mm. columbus was even here and you think oh yeah was he what, was the here Vi- like the vikings and everything so, yeah like, erie canal great lakes region and with yeah. the book of mormon they talk about the native american tribes have lineage to the israelites so you know it's like the 12 apostles after christ was crucified would flee to the u.s or to this to the south american region and continued their their work their spreading of this light and love allegedly it's really interesting i only know a little bit about it but that alone set me off on this kind of like my ears were ringing when i started seeing this image of jesus in front of these pyramids it was pretty cool well dude there's that there's got to be something really weird about um washington dc right because that's Mm. like a city in the middle of five hills Mm. just like rome right so like they're trying to recreate all these things and who knows if those hills are natural or whatever but i remember like one of the first episodes is actually it's it's on the patreon a ways back and it was when me and brandon were doing our little cooking show while we were talking about like the cia (laughs) while we were cooking and um it it was like this occult history of america like how it's a maru ka and yeah. it's like all the weird like mm. snakes and all that crazy shit. So what do you guys think about the Washington Monument and the obelisk and this Egyptian or Babylonian connection? The thing that sticks out to me about that is that it's 555 feet tall and goes in the ground 111 feet. So wow. that's 666 feet. Um, I guess it has to go down so deep so that it doesn't blow over in the wind or mm. some shit. I, I wouldn't know. I'm not an engineer like that, but. You know, it's it's just uh, there's a lot of stuff there, dude. There's a, the 
the phallus and the pregnant belly of the capital. I mean, you get mm-hmm. endless symbolism there. You got all the Masons too, or the founding fathers. I mean, mm. George Washington yeah. and all the other ones. I mean, Hellfire Club, all that stuff. The Order of the Pug. Yeah, I saw yes. you posted about that. Yeah. But it's really quick the St. George connection. I know Georgia, the state of Georgia, is a huge Masonic head, headquarters. It's like the hub of masonry in all of the U.S., as far as I can tell. St. George. That's where the Guidestones are, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Georgia Guidestones. And yes. that was also the home of the uh, Cherokee, mm. was in Rome, Georgia. Well, then what about like Atlanta? You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. clearly an Atlantis reference, right? So I mean, right. that'd be an interesting thing to look into the deep dive into Georgia because it's one of those states where it's kind of like who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? They have Atlanta and that's really like the only thing that you really think about in peaches. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's got to be some some reason for that. Same with Wisconsin. Wisconsin's huge. Oh, yeah. A lot of Viking Missouri. culture out there. And then in a similar way, Memphis, Tennessee. I mean, it's really interesting to there's Cairo, uh, Idaho, I think. There's a there's a Cairo somewhere. I got to look back on it. It's from uh, Neil Gaiman's book, American Gods. And he kind of goes into these uh, lineages or these, these gods that were transplanted from the old world to the quote-unquote new world and how they took root in the American culture in their own unique way. Um, whereas before, you know, they were worshipped and revered and now that they've been transplanted to this new land, um, the way that they're worshipped has changed quite a lot given the modern culture. Hmm. That's mm. interesting. Mm. Yeah, there was that, that book I was showing you too, Matt, of the, uh, it's like the Chinese or, or the, uh, what we think of as Native Americans, a lot of them are actually like Chinese, mm. right? Yes. That was a weird thing to look into too. I didn't read that book yet, but it's from like the 70s. But yeah, dude, there's so much shit, man. Like, sometimes you think that you might run out of episodes when you've been going for like you know i've done almost 250 episodes it's like no dude there's there's endless things to talk about you know what i mean you just it's just a matter of like you know finding a cool angle shannon's always sending me shit constantly you know what i mean so it's like dude there's so much stuff that i haven't looked into well and it depends which way you want to go too right you can you can if you're a history there's never-ending things to talk about if you're Mm -hmm. current events there's never-ending things to talk about if you want to interview people you know, and that's the beauty of it. Like, like you said, Ryan, I got into this. And I'm like, man, I'm going to run out of ideas after a while. And now I got a side list that's a page and a half long of things I'd like to eventually do. There's just not enough hours in the day. Well, dude, did I, there was that one topic that I really wanted to look into. And maybe I don't know if you'd be interested in doing this, um, but it's uh, and it's it, 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 it's something that you have to be real touchy with. But it's like the black conquistadors. And the idea that possibly like black people were much, much more powerful than American history gives them credit for like a seafaring civilization. The Moors. That, yeah. The Moors. Yep. Well, the Moors, but then like you can go and you can look at like there's tons and tons of black slave owners, right? I mean, a oh, lot. Yeah. You can really there were Native American slave owners. Yep. They had plantations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it is funny that they just try and paint it as like white people were the only one that did it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> just looking into the black conquistadors alone was really interesting dude so it was something that i kind of wanted to look into more that's a cool topic yeah yeah is that okay i'll have to look into it now this is you know excuse my ignorance so when when people say the black nobility are they referring to like a different group i mean i've i've heard that phrase used a lot especially on sam sam tripoli show tinfoil hat i was curious if you guys know anything about that or if there's any connection to 
the um, African conquistadors that you just spoke of? I haven't seen any connection personally. The way that I really connect them is like with the uh, the Pope, right? The papacy. Mm. Um, they're deeply tied in with uh, with the Vatican. Um, there's the Great White Brotherhood, and the Black Nobility is even above them, if I'm not mistaken. But dude, yeah, it seems like the Black Nobility is kind of like one of those things where it's like, dude, they're the, they're at the top of the pyramid. Um, a lot of Italian wealth in that, right? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's father. Oh yeah, dude. Nancy Pelosi's dad was was uh, black nobility. Yeah. So you know, I don't know a ton about them. I should learn more for sure. But as far as I know, they were not black. I've seen Ryan to to contradict that. I have seen some posts from people that I haven't dug into where they make claims that the real black nobility was in, in fact black. Africa. So yeah, I don't. I haven't you know, I haven't had the time to dig into it, but yeah, I have seen both ways. And that's why I, I was interested too, to see if anybody had dug further, because I, I I'm with you, Ryan, what I've heard so far is it ties kind of back to the Venetian bankers, the Jesuits, you know, mm-hmm. the high rollers, Pat, you know, well yeah. beyond the white and black Pope, um, you know, well, in, that could be, that could be something there to, to further, you know, and again, it's such a shady thing to talk about, especially since I'm a white dude. But if they're trying to hide the history of this very, very powerful, oppressive black class that's kind of waging war on humanity, um, that would really line line up well to say that, oh, no, all these groups throughout time have been white Anglo-American types. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm sure that there's there's scumbags in every race, dude. Call me crazy. But that's just kind of the way I feel. People are people, period. You know, it doesn't matter how much melanin you have. It's it's it's, it's, there's something inside of you that you're either a good person or you're not. And and that the whole skin tone thing is just another way to divide us. You know, granted, there are different uh, backgrounds, but at the same time, we're all part of the same race. You know, we're all Mm -hmm. from the same land in the sense, the same place. Speaking of that. Yeah. Speaking of that, I know one thing that we all have in common is the pineal gland. And it's really interesting to look at the Vatican having this pine cone emblem or this symbol that is highly revered, highly regarded, um, which has a, you know, direct spiritual connection for all of us, no matter where we're from. You guys have any thoughts about the, the that pine cone symbolism that the Pope seems the, to be? The Egyptians, the Egyptians had all kinds of stuff with that, too. Mm. Big time. Well, dude, and that's I mean, a good that, point. That's something I completely forgot is the Egyptians were clearly black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's I'm actually looking up something that ties right into what you were saying, Matt. It's like the, the black African nobility of ancient Europe. I mm-hmm. guess they were there before the white people, according to this theory. But again, yeah. dude, it's a theory. You know what I mean? Um, they yeah, are like the, the Moors. They, they were the original nobility. And then when this story, you know, when the Catholic story rewrote everything, the Jesuits rewrote it, they got rid of that black history, the, the black narrative to it. Hmm. Like yeah. the old Germanic tribes I've heard were, were black. Um, you know, even in, there were black rulers in England or like Britain. the Holy Roman empire or before that before. Okay. Uh, like what it, it tells us about history is so BS. Mm-hmm. You could look it up. Um, I believe it was the pharaohs. They found uh, cocaine and stuff like in their wrappings. So obviously they had to be trading with South America and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think there was trade routes 
all well, over the place. And you saw that in the drawings, right? They were drawing animals that they would have were not native to their land. And the only way you're seeing that is either someone brought it to you or you went there to see it. Um, that's it. So oh, there's dude. some uh, cool stories about the elongated skulls. And this might connect, it might not, but it's good to throw it out there anyway. Another thing that I've learned from talking with the Mormons is that there's direct uh, reference to giants living in the North American region, South America as well. Even Magellan would record this or, you know, Magellan's assistant would record this in his journeys. These very tall beings were uh, found in the, I believe, uh, Chile or the Argentina region and that they were eradicated, wiped out um, by the time this Jesuit timeline was implemented. Like that part was kind of left out perhaps. And there could be a connection back to ancient Sumeria, back to ancient Egypt and these other um, dark skinned uh, regions or these civilizations that were here much longer. uh, Yeah. Book of Enoch. If you've never Mm -hmm. looked in the book of Enoch, check it out. It's pretty cool with the Zael and all those other ones. It's interesting. When I went to go visit Dallas and. <laughs> that was Enoch talking. My friend is named Enoch, and he gifted me or he introduced me to the people who would give me this book. And just a funny synchronicity there. That's, <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Dude, so check this out. While you guys were talking, I pulled something up here. This is fucking sick. So they show some coins here just for the audience. But look, when Saxony was black, uh oh, something's blocking me. Um, you can see this, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when Saxony was black and England had black royal families. And these are the statues, I guess, Black Otto I and Egdith, I guess. And then you got St. Maurice. But, dude, look at these coins. So you got Frederick the Third. Those aren't those aren't white dudes right there that are on no, the coins. Definitely not. And you can look look at the dates, 1463 to 1525. Uh, yep. Elector of Saxony, Elector of Saxony. This dude's, I mean, that could be a, something else. That's unmistakable, yeah. Right? Maurice, and then uh, that's just a dude on a horse. But yeah, man, those those that first and third one are wild to see that. And, and that's that, a those coin. Are... So if it's dated, that's you know, I mean, unless it's a complete forgery, it's legit. You know, mm. I mean, yeah. that's wild, dude. And because I've so, seen yeah. paintings of of some dark skinned you know, kings. You know, in, mm. in the in the garb, the crown, everything. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the mainstream historical narrative has kind of led people to believe that it was only the Egyptians who were the the dark skin dark skinned kings, the the pharaohs were these rulers. And it wasn't really taught in any other region of the world that there were um, you know, black rulers. It's very limited to just Egypt, maybe Sumeria. You know, it's that, that that region is very exclusive. And it's funny, even those two, if you were to just go with those two, those they're so influential, right? Like it wasn't Sumeria. They spoke Aramaic, right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And that's what uh that's what Jesus spoke. Right. So what was that group? He was a part of the Essenes. They were like um yeah, like a group of monks, the Essenes, yes. Very interesting. Yeah, dude, that should sure, me out. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys have seen those those coins. So it's like instead of the one, like 18 so-and-so, it's the J or the I, uh, which completely throws off the whole timeline, which is really fascinating to 
think about. I'm sure you guys have seen that before. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, yeah, They're... that's interesting. And and it's interesting too that you brought that up because I just watched today uh the guy Ewar Anon that that the lost history of flat earth guy that came mm. out with those big documentaries. Chance Garden has been talking about that a lot. He came, he did a 180 today and said it's all bullshit. And and mm. basically was talking about that and saying how you know it's all it's all made up and i'm like oh man i don't hmm. know to do a 180 like that that quick and he all said he grain of one, salt. over one book hmm. yeah do you can't uh, what, what book was this matt he, he it was a book on the cathedral of liverpool and uh, it just okay. showed how it was built from the ground up in the 20th century and that sold him on on every basically everything from the old timeline right away he was like okay yeah i guess i gotta believe that and everything that i told you in the past 15 hours of my documentaries is uh just exaggeration you know i (laughs) and it's like what wild wild i don't know something got he just flipped totally he did a 180 so Hmm. Who knows? So who is this, Ryan? Dorothea? Sometimes she'll freak you out, I guess. Yeah, dude, this was uh, tying into what yeah. Matt said about the Germanic things. This is Prussia. For those that don't know, that's where Germany is now. And um, yeah, Princess of Denmark and Duchess of Prussia between 1504 and 1547. Uh, King, uh, Daughter of King Frederick of Denmark, which, I mean, typically you think of Denmark as white. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's Scandinavian shit, right? Yep. So... It's just really interesting to think about this stuff, dude. Like, I get why history is so interesting. I just, I get so caught up with current shit because it's mm. so, you know, it's so relevant. But then this stuff, obviously, you know, maybe there's a lot of lies that could be like, you know, turned over, rocks turned over, so to speak. And you can mm. at least kind of understand why we're going through what we're going through now. And that's what it is, Ryan. It kind of leads you into, okay, how did we get where we are? You know, and you start understand, you start seeing the things that they, because one of the things you see is, is templates, right? Mm. A lot of what they do is based on a template. And that's how we can identify these quote unquote false flags very easily now, because we know what the template is for that. Mm. Now you have to expand that template on a grander scale to start understanding the way they manipulated history. But yeah. They've done it in a manner that that has a template to it because they're not as creative as as we think, Mm -hmm. you know, and speaking of that template, I mean, if you take something like the orphan trains, it could fit perfectly with that Civil War timeline, all these orphans, there are these lost souls from this great war in the Americas and it kind of makes sense. It made sense when I first learned about it. But you look back and you're like, huh, it's just. It just doesn't seem like it would, you know, it seems like it was like a script written out to justify this strange happening, these, uh, this train of orphans. This yeah, cool I mean, because it went on for 80 years. Mm. That's the crazy part. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're just supposed to overlook that, that they just took these mm. kids and moved them around the U.S. and put them in different parts of the country, brought them out from the cities out to the out to the countryside and mm dropped them out to the farms like what i'll take it i'll take it even further i always think to myself how much of our reality is even what we're told it is because Mm. they they own us as soon as we come out of the womb and they're sticking us and telling us what Mm -hmm. to think and where we should go what to do what time to be there until you're an adult 
And then they got you if you go through their system even more, you know, it's all about getting you in one of their systems, mm -hmm. whether it's the penal system, the medical complex system, the military industrial complex system, the debt system. They just want to own your ass. That's it. Yeah, the so, education system has changed yeah. quite a lot. Like I'm a high school teacher right now, and I can tell you that there are there are certain directions that you know some teachers are led down, or you know they lead their students down these. Um, I guess you could say these rabbit holes where if you want to teach a whole generation of kids to uh, hate their country and to feel guilty about uh, being a particular race, then it starts in school, and it it does happen. I mean, it's uh, it's something that. If you walk into a couple of classrooms, you can see this happening bit by bit, you know, like one little remark at a time or one, uh, you know, suggestion at a time. We used yeah, to man. say in the army all the time, it only takes two generations. We can change everything in mm -hmm. the way you think in your whole culture. That's it. Well, so and that's what you see around that 1850s to 1900 time frame between the world's fairs. And the way they're moving around orphans, they're putting people in insane asylums. You're seeing that that shuffling of the population and that ability to manipulate and, and really control what people think and, and say, OK, now we're, we're at a manageable level. We're going to teach you this. This is the way it's going to mm. be. And you're going to learn it and move on. It's the same in a, from a health standpoint, too. Like if you put something in the tap water and then couple generations later you're going to see those uh variations in the genetic pool or you know some kind of uh it could be like a manifestation of illness that takes a while but you know if you do a slow drip of one particular thing or one particular idea eventually it'll take take root in the following generation well we're seeing that right with the mm -hmm, processed yeah. foods now i mean look at look at just look at the body type of of average people right. now compared to even the 70s you know it's it's night and oh, day yeah. difference well did you hear this golden cricket uh food bar bugs no no yeah bill gates is partnering up with them and they're making like uh, it's like uh, i i think i think that it's disgusting personally i see the practicality of it for sure like no doubt um it's it's like sweetened i guess with dates um, but yeah, it's got, you know, fucking crickets as the protein. It's a protein bar. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, it does save a lot of water. It saves all this stuff. I say make them, but don't make people eat that kind of shit. They're really shoving it down people's faces. I think it's disgusting to have like the fast food chain. I think there's one in Texas somewhere where it's all bug protein. Mm. Um, that's disgusting. But if people want to eat that and it makes them sleep well at night, Hey, go for it. It's I don't know what's more disgusting though, Ryan, that or those fake burgers. Yeah, I was going to ask, why, that's what would you exactly, rather have crickets or a 3D printed burger? You know? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, dude, is like, you know, we just are normalized. Like as a culture, we see eating this pink slime and this gross ass, you know, who knows how many cows are in that one burger, if it's yeah. even cow meat. <laughs> And then, you know what I mean? Like we see that as normal though, because again, the programming you get, they get us when we're young. We see those golden arches on the TV mm -hmm. when we're kids, we want to have our birthday parties there when we're fucking, you know, six years old. And then um, it's one of those things that's open all the time. You know what I mean? If you're in a pinch and you're trying to get something to eat, it still seems somewhat normal to a lot of people. I eat fast food every once in a while. You know what I mean? A lot more often than I should for sure. 
But um, yeah, dude, I, as far as the bug stuff goes, man, I say do it, but like, don't force that shit. Just no mandates, please. Yeah. Mm. And they're going to, and clearly they're doing something with this food supply right now with, with all these attacks on the plants. Yeah. The craziest yeah, one. Did you guys see that? Mills. That's wild. And there's yeah, that did you see that? Bill Gates. The FBI put out a, a warning yesterday, I think, about all the food plants saying that now they're going to get cyber attacked or some crap. Mm, yeah. Well, dude, and you know what? I, I actually talked about that on my news thing on YouTube where it's been 30. We're on pace for 30 in a calendar year from, from July, middle of July to, you know, this coming July, we're on pace to at least hit 30. There's been 16 this year and they're really stressing about it this year. But if you just think about even too, with the, uh, when the pandemics really started and the lockdown started about a year in there was, there was a lot of this shit going on too. Like mm. Tyson mills were shutting down. Um, so there's about 25 so far. In, in and then, the last, then you, know, you have the fertilizer too, which is right. what from Russia, I believe they produce a lot of it. Yeah. The prices are going to go way up. And there's been, so if we assume this is sabotage on this food distribution supply chain, the same thing is happening in Russia. Allegedly the, not the food supply, but the, you know, there are uh, so-called saboteurs or, um, you know, there's things being lit on fire as if it's going to be used as the, as that one excuse that will let them, uh, you know, use larger weapons in this, uh, in this fight. But what's happening here locally is much more concerning, to be honest with you. I think it's, it's going to have a more direct impact on us. Ryan, you're muted. Yeah, you're muted, bro. Sorry, dude. I keep doing that when I have to burp over here, dude. Um, the one that wasn't listed there was General Mills. Um, the mm. plane freaking crashed into that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that was more recent. That was like last week. Yeah, that list yeah. went up to the other day. Yeah. Wow. It's just crazy, man. So, yeah, it's definitely going to have some sort of impact on everything. But um, I think that Bill Gates has something to do with it. I'm just going to mm. throw that out there because he has a lot of food land. And like I said, he's partnering up with these weird bug companies. They're trying to change the whole way that the that the food systems thought about. I think mm. is what it seems like. So he's cornering the whole market. Well, we know who's yeah, trying dude. to change the game, Mister Elon Musk. Oh now, shit! What a segue! I, I am laughing because I and I, I got to share this because this is the insanity. Uh, hold on, let me pull this up. Where is it? I'll say right now while you're pulling that up, dude, that uh, this is such a good political argument to have right before the 2022 midterms because mm. all the right pundits are taking the side of, yeah, free speech. And then all the lefties are saying, like, you know, white supremacy, even though he's an African, which, yeah, he was part of apartheid. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan, but yeah. So what's this? I spent 30 seconds on on Twitter and this is what I came across. History has been made. Elon Musk just purchased Twitter. Patriots, the future is bright. And then another one. We're all going to see what happens when Starlink and Twitter combine. What a day. And then Elon Musk is going to save Twitter and free speech. Like, these people are fucked. They're, they're so brainwashed to think that this mm. idiot is going to do anything to save free speech. Yeah, well, both of them are, man. you know, the woke look at the name of that middle one woke societies, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, like I said, dude, it, I didn't realize you were going to pull this up, Matt. But dude, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You see like this 
DC Drano guy that I follow because he posts some interesting stuff every now and then Rogan O'Hanley or whatever. Um, but these are like, you know, hardcore Trumpers. And for some reason, people have tied Elon Musk to the MAGA movement, mm-hmm. um, which is really falling apart big time anyway, with uh, endorsements of like Dr. Oz and shit like that. But yeah, man, it's uh, I mean, anyone that was on that Trump train, including me, got duped. You know what I mean? We got fooled, man. And tell me, did Elon and Trump it. aren't the same character. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to my it's funny because my my nine year old said it to me because I was talking with my brother in law over the weekend about Elon and 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 my son kind of listens to stuff. And he's like, he's like, Elon, that's the guy that that puts all the spaceships up. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the one he goes. And oh, what did he say? He was talking about how. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. And he's building the Death Star, too. Well, no, he he was he was talking along the lines of uh, that that this guy is like Loki, is mm. what it was. He goes, he reminds me of Loki, Dad. He's always just doing crazy stuff because we watched the uh, the Loki show, and I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, he goes, and he he's kind of crazy like Trump, and I'm like, oh boy, I'm like, this dude is is understanding what's going on, and uh, but that's what I thought. I was like, oh shit, yeah, they are. They're just these two kind of agents of chaos that give you this glimpse of they're going to help you, but mm, they're not in the end. I don't. That's I don't what's know. so useful about celebrities. Like at this point, Elon Musk, you can think of him as an engineer and a scientist, but overall, he's a celebrity, and celebrities are weaponized. Not to say that Elon is going to be weaponized, but he will be used for some type of agenda that's much larger than him and what his company stands for you know it seems like you know anything that elon does can and will be used against him and all of us but we could also see some benefits from twitter you know i'm not sure if this would be worth celebrating it would be interesting it would be very entertaining if uh you know old old don got his twitter back because that's how people are going to celebrate and that's going to be a huge shift for this midterm election right if elon can do that then he's going to win over a large majority of the population. Well, and there's another real interesting angle that the uh, the truth social that was mm-hmm. supposed to be taken public by some some company, I forget what the company's called, but shares in that fell 13% after mm-hmm. the news came through. So this is potentially taking money out of Trump's pocket. Um again, I think it's for show, but that's one of those angles, you know what I mean, where it's like if in the small percentage that this is real, those are the kinds of things that we'd have to think about where is this hurting Trump? Is this helping Trump? Um, is this hurting you know the left? Is this hurting the right? Um, I have to entertain those ideas. You know what I mean? That it's actually a real thing, and we're not just a hundred percent in the simulation. But who knows, man? It's it's really well, tough to. I would say the next guy they're already going to push. You can already see is that Florida. Yeah, Ron Trump, DeSantis. DeSantis. I mean, you could just see that he's already getting groomed to go up. You know what I mean? yeah and i'm curious about that too like with the left and right red versus blue divide on social media primarily like we have an example like the hunter biden laptop now if something like like that happens how is elon musk gonna handle it is he gonna shut it down immediately or will he allow the discourse to to take place and those investigations to take place because it seems like back when that hunter biden story first came out it was immediately shoved under the proverbial rug 
But now, well, I mean, you'll see, you'll see them all now. I think run if he once he gets control, not too much longer. They'll be passing those laws now that hey, you can't be posting this stuff on there, anything violent or anything mm-hmm. that they're going to come after you. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, they, they got talk, something. Instagram started that right with the you're not allowed to post pictures of other people against their will. Mm. So, you know, if they, if they go that or they're going to find it, this is going to be a way to censor us more. Or to if, credit, you, if anyone, if anyone thinks that something. we're going to get more free speech out of this, you're crazy because yeah. anytime anything like this happens, it goes the other way. Yeah, Lindsay, we can, we can only buy bugs if we have a certain credit score. <laughs> that would make perfect sense. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it, man. Well, dude, and then uh, the Bidens and the the uh, and and Musk. There's been that whole story laid out where they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the Biden administration is going hard after Elon for tax evasion and shit like that. Um, so the story's already there. It's already set up to where like. I'm sure that Musk will try to expose some stuff, you know, try in heavy quotes, um, but just won't be able to get it done for whatever reason. Yeah, Not to change the subject, but you know who one guy feels sorry for and no one talks about it anymore is Assange, man. It's like, I always wonder mm, what, yeah. what, what happened to that poor guy, man? You know, what are they doing to him? It's hard to know, man. I wonder if he is actually riding in a cell like they say he is, or if he's uh, dressing up like a chick and running around like some other. Right. Thing. Yeah, you know I mean? for sure. But you don't hear anything anymore. Nothing. Yeah, you really don't. And then he's he's meant to look like a bad dude when uh, Snowden is kind of like this this quasi hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, isn't Snowden getting his own movie like, a, you know, like a Hollywood remake of him? I isn't Snowden surprised. hiding in Russia? Mm. Yeah. And I think Assange is in a prison in Russia, yeah. right? Or no, uh, Assange is in England, in Britain. And in, okay, no, I think I don't know. I think they extradited him here, didn't they? They were supposed to. I don't know if oh, they that's ever right. did. They were supposed yeah. to extradite him here, but I don't know if they did. What did you guys yeah, think about um, John McAfee back in summer of that was twenty twenty one, right? Summer twenty twenty one when he was uh, schwacked. Yeah, he got schwacked. I'd say, dude. Mm. I think he he's didn't still leave alive, us anything honestly. though. Nah, he left yeah. us a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Mm. You know, every it was another one of those, you know, that was kind of like, oh, this is going to unlock everything. And there was nothing there. Again, another mm-hmm. smoke and mirrors. Well, well I always I, think, too, if they're posting that stuff and they can say whatever they want, the NSA already knows everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know everything. So even if you do have a dead man switch, supposedly, and you're going to do all this stuff, I'm sure they can just shut you right down. So it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I would. That's how I think. They know all, I mean, they're probably watching us. Right, well, we know they're watching us right now. You know, we're not inter- that interesting to them. But, <laughs> I mean, we sure do we're keep still our getting F- monitored. Yep. We sure do keep our FBI agents busy and thoroughly entertained, I would say. Yeah, hopefully they're not just beating off to us dude, because they're some weirdos. You know what I mean? You know that they're weird. They're into Put that the weird lotion shit. in the basket. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you know that there's some weirdos like that. So because who's just going to sit around and just watch people talk? Or even listen. I'm sure it's a computer, but still, at the end of the day, there's got to be some some human work involved there. Well, it's it's funny you say that because uh, what's his name? Um, Kyle from Big Dumb had Mitch Vuk on, and Mitch was talking about how after January 6th, he had seven FBI agents that were following him. Mm-hmm. Whether it was surveillance, whether it was on the ground, there was a total of seven for one person. He's like, that's pretty crazy. And he's, in, you know, he's like, I'm not anybody that important. 
You know, I, I well, what did he do? Why were they following him? Because he went into the Capitol on January 6th. Did they confront him? Like, did they ever like have a conversation with him or they not there? Kind of, like, no, him? what no. happened was he posted on like Twitter that he was one of the first people in and they they got they said they wanted to talk to him at like his local office near his place. And yeah. And so <laughs> suppose allegedly him and his buddy uh, smoked a blunt in the Capitol, but that's just alleged. Oh, it's still sounds pretty legendary. Yeah. If it happened. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. No, it it's all alleged, but yeah. But then he got, he got, uh, I think it was six months. He said he had to serve mm-hmm. in a federal penitentiary. In West and you Maine. think hey, he man, they don't even nowadays, they don't even have, if they're letting you see them, they want you to see them. Cause I mean, they can do everything without even having to even physically move to follow you nowadays, you mm-hmm. know? So I would say they're trying to intimidate him. I would think even if you're mostly peaceful. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Definitely. If you're peaceful, man, anyone that's peaceful in history gets killed. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Anytime someone gets close to like galvanizing the public, they get fucking taken mm-hmm. out. If you want to talk about the racism, FBI. it's cool. If you talk about racism, you start talking about class, man, you're dead. That That's mm-hmm. the end of it, man. They don't want people, them people waking up and saying, Hey, wait, there's poor of every race. That's that's crazy. I thought we were the only ones that were poor. Mm. That's the name yeah, of the dude. game. If everyone can figure that out, man. Nothing like good old unity. Well, that's yeah, it. dude. I, I, it's funny you say that because I was talking with uh, Vince McLeod about that and just briefly. And uh, he, we were saying like they, they try to divide the left and the right so that the top and the bottom don't go at it. You know what I mean? They They want a civil war so that there's no revolutionary war, all that stuff. So it's it's couldn't be further from like bullshit that that people need to hate each other, man. It's insane. That's kind of like when we were talking about Elon Musk, like, you know, he may be trying to wake people up, but the mainstream media, they can easily portray him as this far right uh, white supremacist, especially given his history in South Africa and apartheid. And it's like, yeah, that could be uh, like a powder keg situation where he's trying to drop information to help people unify and wake up but he will be portrayed as this supervillain with all this power and all this money and you can't trust him he's a bad guy you know it's gonna it's gonna cause a whole lot of chaos well when they yeah, talk Sean... about him all the time that keeps your mind off mr gates right? oh yeah because we all we don't know what he's really up to but billy goes no good well, yeah, and Sean King was already tweeting about that. He was tweeting about how Elon's a white supreme. Oh, yeah, his dad was a white nationalist or something from South Africa, and how you know basically Twitter's going to be a haven for white nationalists now. It's so and stupid. Ga- Gates. I'm sorry, Gates' father was head of Planet Parenthood, right? Mm, yeah. I think so. In the eugenics yeah, movement, yes, or yeah. he was a part of them. Yeah, yeah, I believe he was tied with Margaret Sanger. Mm. yeah well that's kind of what the the right really says planned parenthood is 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 straight eugenics right um dude i've actually been listening to um you might laugh just considering where i stand on the whole political spectrum but i've been listening to uh the young turks and i really do not like them at all i think that they're pieces of shit but i've been trying to listen to the the left side more Mm. to see just to see what that argument is, dude. And they they bring up some really good points. Um, one that they brought up about Musk was that the China, the Tesla plant in China 
the workers there are are required now to sleep on the floor mm-hmm. and they have to work 12 hour days, six mm-hmm. hour, uh, six days a week. Sounds like Amazon. So it sounds worse than Amazon, right? Yeah, and and this worse. is this is freaking uh, Elon Musk, the rights hero. And it's laughable that Sean King would bring up anything about Africa and an African. You know, I mean, Elon Musk is is way more African than Sean King could ever hope yeah. to be. <laughs> Even though he acts like he's African all the time. His own wife admitted that both of his parents are, are white. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It, it's goofy, dude. There's no, there's no truth anymore, dude. I could say something that I believe in and I can show you facts that are the complete opposite of something that Matt says. And he has the facts too. Like when what we were just looking at with these freaking leaders, Charles V, they showed a picture of him black. There's a picture there where people legitimately believe he was black. And then you can go and mainstream history will tell you that he's white. You know what I mean? Yep. There's no truth anymore. Do you think that's why so many people say that conspiracy leads to spirituality? Because at a certain point, you can't really get a firm grasp on truth. So you have to like look elsewhere. And sometimes there's nowhere else to look but within, right? You guys ever kind of have that conclusion as well? Yeah, I always think there's since we've been around, man, it's always been just light and darkness, always battling it out, you know, always. I think that's when you get down to the bottom of it. That's where it all is, you know. And I think when you start looking into knowledge, right, there's there's that part of you that that goes that route. Once you get a certain amount of knowledge, spirituality has to kind of get incorporated into that to to round out the skill set almost. Right. Like right? you look it's at Alex gonna... Jones, like he's someone who may have gone a little too far into that left brain area without balancing out with something to you know, something to keep him afloat, I suppose, because all that could just weigh you down, right? Well, yeah, you can go yeah. extremes either way, right? I mean, right. We, we've talked about this a couple times on the show. You, I mean, extreme anything is not good. doesn't right. matter because once you get to that extreme, you, you've gone beyond the point of normalcy. And, and It's a tightrope for sure. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know just from researching, man. You start researching some of that dark stuff for a while, man. After a while, you just feel drained and you're like, mm. man, I really don't want even to be looking into this. No more. Yeah, yeah. For a little bit, I mean, know? Lindsay, I was uh, a senior in high school like a mile away from sandy hook when that whole thing happened so a couple years after that i started to like kind of gain interest because i when it first happened i was like i don't want to think about this at all i just want to bury my head in the sand and then a couple years later i was like let me dig into this because it was such a big controversy to see these hoaxers and all this and i totally regret doing that like i was curious i wanted to learn a couple things about what was going on why Barack Obama came to my fucking high school. But <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't necessarily regret it, but I know I didn't get anything out of it. All I got was more questions and answers. And but what uh, you gave was a lot of energy. Oh yeah, a lot of loose, right? Yeah, you donated a lot of your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you dedicated your wrestling season to them. So you 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 your mind was into that for a you know a prolonged time where it would have never been an afterthought had that not happened it took years to kind of separate my identity because like you know i would wear one time i was in a journalism class with like 200 people like a big a big lecture and i was wearing my newtown wrestling shirt and the the professor called me out he's like hey you there with the newtown shirt uh what do you think about gun control i was like oh hey man uh 
you know, I mean, we could talk about mental health. Like I grew up shooting guns. I go hunting. I hunt pheasant every Thanksgiving. I love it. It's good to be responsible. But at the end of the day, like it's all about the person behind the trigger, right? You know, it's all about the mindset of that person holding the gun. And that's hopefully I was able to deflect the conversation. But yeah, it was it was tough to get away from that. Uh, I always sure. think if it just comes down to if there's a will, there's a way. If you just right. take away firearms. Hey, how many guys have ran over people with trucks and everything else? You know yeah. what I mean? And it just well, moved to something else. And, and the majority of the, the crimes are committed with illegal firearms. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's not the people who follow the law that are the problem. It's it's the ones that don't follow the law. And so you can't penalize the ones and that's where we've gotten to. Now they want to penalize the ones who do follow the law and do do it the right way. Uh, and you know what? It They're puckered right now, you know, because they see, they, they can feel the rumbling. They know things are uneasy mm. underneath them. Especially in Australia. Like, I always like to imagine what might have happened if Australia were in a different time, in a different place with uh, different loot different rules and what may have been the response of the public even in canada with the the trucker protest i mean that was that was hard to see that happening and be like wow i mean all right are they really there to protect and serve it was it was very it was very strange well and to watch the leaders right that's the Mm -hmm. thing that drives you nuts is to watch these leaders just turn and run like and act like your voice does not matter they will not hear you Anything you go counter to their, uh, you know, measures, we can't hear that. That's going to be silent. You guys notice, yeah, it's America Instagram. Um, they've changed their Instagram name or like their title to unacceptable views. <laughs> it's like, it's perfect. Yeah, dude. Were, were you guys mentioning the France, the stuff over there in France? France, Australia, yeah. Canada. Yeah. All these protests. Yeah. Because, dude, yeah, that's nuts that that Macron dude won, man. There's, mm. it, it's, it Did was you clear. see the fuckery with it, supposedly? I mean, I didn't see it live or anything. No, um, no, I no. Did you see the, the picture of the timeline with the, with the, the votes and how her votes actually went down? At oh, point? no, I didn't see that. Yeah, uh, I'll have to see. Somebody sent it to me on Instagram. Yeah, I think that that's in our little group chat on Instagram there. I'll yeah. just have to check it out a little bit. Well, wow. if you look, man, it's everything that's happening around the world is happening everywhere. They're mm. they're dividing everybody, everybody, and they're trying to stick everyone in your own little group that they can. I mean, even uh, LGBTQ, ST, whatever it is, now those people, now they got, you know what I mean? They're breaking them down. Oh, no, you're not with us because you're a bisexual, so you're by yourself over here. They want everyone yeah, into their, their own, own little isolated group. You know, yeah, you're a turner. To control. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. But I mean, when you look at you stuck back and look at like the macro instead of the micro, it's like it's too easy to see what they're what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. You know, they just want to divide everybody and everything and steal everything you got pretty much. Well, isn't that kind of wild too to think about now when you break it down like that? Because yeah, now there is the the blue, white, and pink flag versus the rainbow flag, and they're trying mm-hmm. to break up all these different people. But then they want a one world government. Right. So they want to divide all the people up while the while the governments around the world are uniting together. That you know might be I mean? the whole long con is you get people so divided and so demoralized too that 
it seems like the best solution is, well, hey, let's all come together under this one massive umbrella. Like you talk about the micro and the macro. On the micro level, there's a bunch of little fractions in society, but if they can implement the system that is appealing and has this nice Klaus Schwab figure who can sell it to everyone, then you know, who knows? People, people or if they just it. make it so bad, man. If they make mm-hmm. it so bad that you have no choice but yeah. to, to get onto the system, I mean, a majority of people are going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to give yeah. into it. They don't My, have uh, 10th grade students were doing the Holocaust. We're reading Night by Ellie Wiesel. And there was a lot of discussion about, like, all right, you know, we're, we understand what happened to these prisoners, but what about the, the Germans? And how many of them had a gun held to their head and said, you know, you got to join us or else you and your family are in danger? Like nine out of 10 people would say, yep, I'll do whatever you want. Just leave my family out of it. Exactly. You know, well, that's Most supposedly people, how when it comes uh, down to concerned about themselves. They're not mm-hmm. concerned. I mean, maybe to a point they'll say they're concerned about everybody else, but when it comes down to survival, you got your own back and those with you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's one other thing. A stranger is a stranger. It doesn't matter what mm. color, race, or creed they may be. Right. A stranger, it's it's if you're a stranger, I'm choosing my family over you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. And yeah. some of these uh Jewish prisoners, you know, they they became couples. They were the obedient, well-behaved prisoners who the Germans took note of, and they're like, All right, we're gonna turn you into a prison guard. And they almost got like Stockholm syndrome, like, all right. The people who are enslaving me, I'm willing to serve them because it will benefit me. It'll guarantee my survival. Well, that was Soros, right? That's what I was going to say. And then you kind of feel special at a certain point if you're a prisoner and you're like, shit, I'm about to die. Oh, wait, they chose me. Mm. I'm, I'm chosen to like help them fight. OK, well, it sucks. Right but- there exactly. Yeah, that's like yeah, being that's- on death row. And then all of a sudden now you're on parole and you're like, holy mm. shit, I'm going to get out. Like I'm free. That's that's a total 180 from where I was yeah. gonna be. It yeah. relates a lot to the Christian ethos too. Like if someone realizes that they're about to be destroyed, and then all of a sudden they're forgiven, it's it's very life altering. Like their entire mindset will transform, and yeah. they will become subservient. And I'm not saying this is uh, a criticism of Christianity, but it's that principle of forgiveness that can transform people's loyalty and their, um, you know, their who they will bend the knee for essentially. Right. Yeah. I don't like that aspect of it at all. Like mm-hmm. um, you can go around and, and like murder and rape and do all kinds of horrible things. But as long as you repent before your death, uh, none of that stuff is, you know, you're not judged for any of that shit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So again, I, all these religions have their, their little aspects to them that are bullshit. And then some, you know, some are more true than others, I think, but I don't know, man. At the end of the day, it's so hard. It's so hard to really know. What, you know what was what cool about Buddhism? Is. It's like, you know, they, they were trained to be monks, like very centered and grounded individuals, whether or not they were like atheists, like that's beside this point. But the fact that they were trained to be peaceful monks, but also to learn martial arts so that just in case they needed to defend themselves, they could be ready. But their default state was not this warring, uh, you know, bloodthirsty um ethos it was more of like you know let's let's stay grounded well, as humans yeah. yeah as humans that's what we should strive to be really mm-hmm. right i mean right. hey we all have free will you mind your own business do what you want to do as soon as you start telling me what to do or messing with my property or the ones that i love well then 
now you got a different animal. You know, it's yeah. not the same guy you were talking to before. The, that's how we the, all should be, I think. Yeah, yeah, the people who call themselves patriots and they're liberty minded, I'm always drawn to them because of that that same principle, like live and let live. And, you know, you can do your thing over there if you don't interfere with my thing over here. It seems like a great way to live. It's just uh, when Los Federales start to step on your, yeah. your toes a bit, it gets a little challenging. Well, dude, there, there's or people want kind the of... state to take care of them. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stockholm syndrome again. There's yeah. a, a little bit of a jump from from that, which it, I like that idea too. I like the idea of being peaceful as your mm-hmm. default, but you have that aggression. I think that it makes society stronger. Mm-hmm. But there was something that I heard about, like the Greek word where where the term work comes from and what work comes from because now in our society we have to work just to barely get by dude like it, it really has gotten extremely tough for everyone like even people that, are, that were doing pretty well before um work the original meaning of it from the greek language is the uh the lack of uh leisure the, mm. the absence of leisure so that implies that leisure is supposed to be like the baseline you're supposed to be relaxing and you're supposed to be tranquil. And then when you work for a few hours a week or whatever, you know, you, so that's one thing as much as it pains me to say that the socialists have right lowering the work days and all this shit, um, all this stuff usually ends up bad, but I like the idea of, uh, you know, just the idea that that leisure and peace yeah. is the baseline and work and chaos is, is something that you're supposed to really limit. You know, what's interesting too, leisure. So I was looking up the etymology because you brought that up. Leisure is the Latin licere, which is to be allowed or to have, yeah, to like have the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. To think, to, to do what you want, right? To find, you know, for some people, spirituality and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, there, there's something to that kind of stuff, man. And that's why it's, it is kind of cool to learn like etymology of words and just like the, the, the origins of all these mm-hmm these terms that we use today that have been bastardized yeah there's a interesting you know i thought about uh, a couple of years ago before i started listening to podcasts one of the first like youtube channels i would spend a lot of time on was tim ferris and he had the four-hour work week now say what you want about tim you know he's he's vaccinated he's uh he's very pro the uh, the um narrative whatever put that aside the current thing yes uh there's an interesting point there because, you know, like recently my students were able to do a free persuasive speech on any topic that they could choose. And most people wanted to talk about shortening the school day because we, we would go from 7.20 to 2 o'clock. And that's a lot of time to spend in one building under those fluorescent lights. And if we could shorten that day, shorten it down, because really it's uh, it's molded to fit that nine to five, you know, that... Yeah working class lifestyle if that whole uh system was transformed our our nervous systems would would change with it you know oh for sure or if school was even outside oh yeah so i'm hoping to get away from that public school madness eventually yeah man hopefully whatever you want works out for you dude thanks man yeah but you got to feed the beast the education system you know they're not going to let it go that easy but the they right thing they're cogs in the machine yeah yeah i mean you look at it they, they, they what these kids are taught taught these days it's such a waste of time they could go half mm. the amount of time and still do what they need to do right 
I mean, there's just so much down. I know uh, my son's teacher talks about they need more time. And I'm like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I Sometimes mean, less is a lot more. Yeah. And I mean, they already go less. They have like half day Fridays now and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's it's strange. They, they They definitely go to school a lot less than we did. Yeah. When we were uh, doing school online, uh, it was seven o'clock to 12 o'clock. And then that last two hour section was meet with your teacher and, you know, answer questions. But having just like a short, uh, you know, four or five hour day made everyone way, way happier. They were way less stressed because they had the whole afternoon to get their shit done or to do what they wanted to do, like play a sport, go outside, like Ryan said, get some sunlight, like Jesus how many people are vitamin D deficient these days and they're spending so much time under fluorescent lights. Uh, It's kind of scary too, that during this lockdown, when the complete rehaul of the education system went on, these kids were actually happier. You know what I mean? Like they were kind of scary. I can confirm. I mean, just from my slice of this planet. Yeah. 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 I mean, you'd have more of an idea and then Matt, you'd have more of an idea than I would. And then even, even you too, Shannon, you'd have more because dude, I don't have a kid. You know what I mean? Like I just have, literally a sister that's about to graduate this month or Mm. mid may i guess Mm. so dude you know i don't know shit about this but it's just wild to hear that because you my sister would like she didn't like the online school she wanted to be there you know because she liked hanging out with her friends but i mean she's basically an adult at this point you know what i mean but introverts love it (laughs) they're a big fan of it exactly extroverts were miserable but you got to think about it too though most kids are social animals so Mm -hmm especially the younger ones it had i think it had a pretty significant impact on them especially those masks well and then then when they did go back yeah then they were they were masked their teacher was masked i know Mm -hmm. my son on a couple occasions would come home and dad i i I can't understand what she's saying you know i'm in the back of the class and i can't understand what she's saying under the mask i'm already deaf as it is i'm like what what <laughs> yeah yeah good luck keeping his attention i mean he's got the yeah. attention of a gnat right now so he'll find any excuse to to bounce to something else but you know i'm sure tiktok has nothing to do with it you know that has nothing to, to do with the the quick attention span of the younger generation but you know we'll mm. see. dude that yeah, is coming out with nervous. youtube shorts so mm-hmm. that's going right along that's along that instagram yep. reels which yeah. sucks people in, you know, there's all these little it's all, ways. It's all you. about shortening that attention span. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, little dopamine hits, right? Yeah. Just a yeah. little kick. That's yeah. it. Dude. I, I forget what comedian it was that said it, but it was like, if you looked at a, uh, if you were just like someone that didn't know what TikTok was and you came and you, and you had someone flipping through TikTok, you would literally think that it was like showing criminally insane people. Yep just doing random shit because it's like one is someone singing and then some chick doing a dance and then mm. some other one just showing you a pair it's of shorts very schizophrenic you know? yeah dude yeah. just like little five second things and like just really goofy it's just a it's a funny image to think about like what yeah. what someone that knows nothing of technology would think of that kind of shit mm. that just has no yeah. purpose dude i've been following this page on instagram it's, it's like just a bunch of cringy videos and dude, it lets you kind of just see like a little glimpse of the insanity that the internet really creates, dude. It's fucking like those hilarious. Cursed images, yeah, and yeah. just dumb, dumb. People are dances. retarded out there, man. I mean, Ugh. there's some dumb, dumb human beings. There's there. something interesting to that too, because like someone I forgot who, but they were talking about the the algorithm 
is not necessarily evil. Like we could definitely view social media as being this like evil beast, but like we all use it. But the thing is with the algorithm, it really is a reflection. It's that black mirror that really just shows you who you are. Like whatever you put into that algorithm, like all that loose that you put into it, it spits it right back out to you. Like I think it was someone on Joe Rogan. It was one of his comedian buddies. He was like, I'm going to make a brand new YouTube channel and only watch puppy videos. And the algorithm would just only show him puppies. And it's like, if you make the right choices, the algorithm can be whatever you want it to be. Yet it's, uh, you know, we're always tempted to dive into the dark side of the internet. Yeah. Apparently my personality is conspiracies, puppies, and ass videos. Girls. It's a pretty good balance, Ryan. Yeah. It seems like you're, yeah, it's well-rounded. Well, yeah, yeah. touch on all those. Dude, things. it always sends me wrestling videos and I don't even watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like WWE? Mine's broke. Yeah. Is it like WWE or like like high school wrestling, college wrestling? No, it's like WWE and that other one, A, whatever John it is. It's, but yeah. I have no social media accounts either. So maybe oh. that plays a role. I don't know. There you go. It's still just like, like kind of guessing who you are. <laughs> they're like this yeah, white dude loves wrestling. He's an yeah, ex, they just an drop ex- random stuff in there. Yeah. The typical white guy likes. They're like he's got long Maybe hair. Like this. He's yeah. got long hair. He looks like one of them. He's a veteran. <laughs> he's got long hair. He's white. He likes wrestling. Put it on. That's funny, dude. It's crazy. What do you think about? So there's like this study. Um, because like Lindsay, I see you got the long hair. Respect. There was a study done with the Native American populations when they would cut their long, their long hair. Suddenly they were not able to hunt very well or their intuition was like dampened. And, you know, you've been through the military and they shave everyone's head. And now you've been able to grow it back. I mean, do you personally notice a difference or do you see any truth to that? Because it could be like, you know, an urban legend, but it seems to be it seems to have some kind of substance. What do you think about that? I'll be honest with you. Like for me, I had so much stuff happen to me. Like that guy that I was when I was in the military, I'm not even that guy now anymore whatsoever. I'm a totally different person. I was, I was the straight line guy, always, you know, Mm. high speed, always hard charging. Now I'm the mellow laid back stoner guy with long hair. And I just want to get along with everyone and have fun. Then there could be truth to it. I don't know. You know, it goes back to be honest. I, I really don't know goes back to the samson story right from the bible mm-hmm. when when they cut right. his hair that was it mm. and the and real society done, and he got done in by a woman too yeah mm. <laughs> don't we all mm-hmm. what were you gonna say about the real society yeah the uh real society you know they I, I guess if adolf hitler was working with these occultists to contact the inner earth civilization or extraterrestrial interdimensional beings and these women uh these you know the fool the real society had very very long hair which was allegedly helping them make contact yeah they they never cut it It, right they never cut it there's like pictures like where it's down like their ankles yeah and there's like a reference that, you know, ante- that helped them get antennas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is like an antenna, like, like antenna. an avatar. Yep. And the, then yeah. there's also like mm-hmm. the the warrior ethos, like you know, it could be in Game of Thrones or in, in other cultures where the warrior is growing their hair longer and longer, and then when they're finally defeated, they have to chop it off, and that's when they uh, that's when they lose their connection to the divine or something like that. Oh, I'm sure there's some there's probably something to it if we weren't pumped full of all these chemicals and shit we'd probably feel yeah. it more you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I never heard that. And there's like fluoride in the water that we bathe in or like, you know, all the calcium, all that stuff. It's, you know, if you, if you go deep all into that. All the preservatives like, in your food. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, this, uh, the preservatives that you brought up earlier with the, the, oh. the kidneys, um, how did you come across that originally? Oh, actually a, a Patreon subscriber told me about it. And mm-hmm. then I'm working on an episode right now, just about this whole satanic influence on the government and like the world and shit. And um, I swear, I feel like I always have to say I'm agnostic because I'm constantly talking about like Christianity and the, and the Luciferian angle, but it's just so prevalent in pop culture and in the government. So that's why I talk about it. But I also don't want people, people to think I'm like a Bible thumper. Cause I'm not nah. dude. I'm sure like every one of you knows more about the Bible than I do, dude. I don't know shit. But like, are there, um, are there like particular products that this is used in? Like, were you saying yeah, like dude, craft? It's in craft, which they own DiGiorno. They yeah. own uh, all kinds of shit. So let me pull up the company. Um, it's called Cinemex. Um, kind of sounds like a stripper's name from the future. Cinemex, like M-E-X. Yep. Uh, let me type this in real quick. H-E-K-293 is what it's called, if anyone's interested. And... Um, yeah, HEK 293 cell line. Uh, I'm trying to find the name, but yeah, it's Cenomix. Um, it's a weird name. Like I said, it sounds like a stripper from the future. Let's see. Ah, Cenomix was an American biotech company that developed food additives. The company yeah. claimed to have reverse engineered human taste and aroma sensation. Yeah, so there was the uh, controversy. <laughs> they shut down, supposedly. There was the controversy, and supposedly this isn't in the food anymore, but I feel like if it worked, and it was mostly in a replacement for, like, sugar, like, so it'd be in a lot of the diet drinks, um, which is interesting, because, like, we know how much our brains need fat, Mm -hmm. um, which obviously sugar and fat are different things, but when they start introducing these very artificial things, that's gonna fuck with the way that your body's supposed to work, obviously. But, um, yeah, so any Pepsi product, so Pepsi would be also Frito Lay, so Pepsi owns Frito. Um, so you've got Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Lipton Iced Tea, uh, dude. Almost any drink that you see in the soft drink aisle or the tea aisle um, that's owned by Pepsi. Craft uh, has tons and tons of brands. Campbell's Soup. Mm. Um, just look at a list of the the companies that are owned by those three, and you'll get a good idea of what. Yeah. You shouldn't eat, which you, you really shouldn't eat any of those things anyway. Right. It's if it easier comes in said a box than done. or bag, you got to stay. Oh, and by the way, this Cenomix company. So in 2018, it was purchased by a Swiss company named Ferminic. I, I thought it said Ferminic when I first saw that, uh, but it's <laughs> Ferminic. Um, and they're a huge um, aroma or sorry, a perfume company. So that's well, like going right into hormones and the nervous system and kind of geo or engineering uh, human consciousness in a way through smell. Well, I'm glad you you reminded me of that because they also it's in a lot of facial creams mm. and like things that uh, make people look young or supposedly make people look young. But then there's also isopropyl alcohol and a lot of that shit, which ages you really quickly. So it's just it's almost like it's kind of like a fuck you. You know what I mean? To put these and, and dude, I it may be a weird way to look at it, but I just see that as an attack on Christianity personally. Mm. Um, just because like the Christians are very, very anti-abortion, um, which I, I don't really have much of a strong opinion on abortion personally, but you know, these are mostly the people that are protesting Planned Parenthood 
And it's like, okay, well, you know, you guys aren't big drinkers either. Here's some fucking uh, aborted babies in your in your food that you like to eat. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's a dark yeah. thing, but yeah, it's it's in all kinds of shit. It's also in bubblegum, uh, basically any kind of gum you would eat. You know, tried or tried or whatever the fuck extra the five gum, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not eating them in that case. You're just chewing on them. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, candies, the gummy candies, all that crazy stuff. So, yeah, dude, it's sad. They, I guess they tested it in rats. Mm. Um, here's a good picture, actually, of the. You know, most people it. don't even realize that you're the biggest organ you have is your skin. skin yeah. So when you're rubbing that crap on there, man, it's going right into your bloodstream. Something yeah. as simple as deodorant can totally transform the way that you're you're. Yeah, like it kind of all goes back to hormones because, like, if you've got aluminum thro- flowing through your your pores, that heavy metal will start to collect somewhere, and I would guess it goes to your heart because, like, you have your armpits. Closest sure. organ there is your heart, and I'm sure. Yeah, or your brain. It go- I think brain, it goes yeah. past your blood brain barrier, yeah. and then you look at dementia when people are older, and it's mm. almost like a mimic of a uh, heavy metal poisoning. This yeah. has almost the kind of the same type of symptoms. So maybe after all the years of the vaxes with all the mercury and mm-hmm. aluminum and all that and your deodorants having aluminum sulfate your shampoos all that garbage i mean you're rubbing it right on your head i don't mm-hmm. and it gets through your blood brain barrier maybe it deposits itself in there and shows itself yeah. later like, in i life. know people yeah. who have like bad acne and they rub this shit on their face every morning sometimes yeah. like twice a day and i'm like all right like how many of those in- ingredients can you pronounce? Like, where do they come from? You know, it's like, well, and there's a the reason that I'm... shit's coming out of your skin. There's something wrong mm-hmm. inside that it's right. trying to get out, you know, exactly. and that's why you got to look at something else. Rubbing stuff on it exteriorly is a temporary, you know, bandaid. You got to fix the root cause of that. And that's inside your body. It's your body mm-hmm. saying, listen, man, you got to fix this. I-, I don't like this. This is not working for me. And it's mm-hmm. usually your gut. You know, you got to go back yeah. to your gut gut biome the funny so, thing is yeah is drink the ahead, drink right. the bone broth that's what yeah, i would bone say broth that's really good bone for linky gut yeah, yeah the collagen the is like incredible is i had two surgeries says, and yeah the collagen and weed fucking cured me i don't have to take any percocet none of that opiate bullshit just collagen and a little thc and i was i was me too that's yeah, man. me too i got off of i was on fentanyl mm-hmm. um hydrocodone all kinds of hard stuff and i use thc and uh i drink bone broth still all the time nice that's pretty much all i use do you fuck with kratom no you know what i never that a lot yeah a lot of people use it i've never i never needed it so i'm i always just started using thc and i'm like hey this Mm. is working great for everything for me so i'm just gonna stick with what works i'm not even gonna start introducing anything else yeah yeah unless i have to there was uh Nestle was another big one that I wanted to get on before we moved away from that. Cause if you just look at what uh, brands, these, these few companies own um, it touches on, I mean, you have one of their products in your fridge guaranteed or in your pantry, even if you think that you eat pretty healthy. I mean, Quaker is part of part mm-hmm. of that whole thing too. Um, so yeah, dude, it's uh it's a far reaching thing, man. And that's why it's kind of scary when these companies start taking over more and more brands and the corporatocracy starts really raining down on everyone. It's that instead of having to tap into thousands of different brands, you've got to hit, you know, six or eight different conglomerates. Mm-hmm. And then you've got all those people involved, you know? So yeah, crazy one shit. Of, 
throw an idea out there because we're talking about health and nutrition and i know there's like a gut brain connection and maybe you guys can relate i'm just speculating here of course but after i tried uh you know psilocybin like or other psychedelics i started to notice how sensitive i was becoming to certain foods like you know in a college uh party kind of lifestyle when you're eating shit and junk food all all the time you don't really notice it when you're drinking a lot but like something like uh, mushrooms kind of like changed the way that i would relate to my gut and i was like damn like this doesn't feel right whereas if i was drunk i was kind of numb to that sensation it's very strange very strange uh shift in my awareness and you know i mean these days like you can tell right away when you eat something that is uh processed like you can almost feel it instantly if you if you really like look for it and i guess it's just better to avoid it but it's it's interesting how like those certain plants like i've i've hear of like you know people who eat peyote as well like they say that their 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 taste buds change forever like they can never taste the same after that and they can they develop this aversion to those processed chemicals interesting mm. yeah dude I mean, I drink a lot. I'm trying to cut back though, you know, so, but I mean, I, I always get those feelings like more, more with like awareness. Like mm-hmm. if I'm in a situation that feels off, I can kind of tell. Yeah. And I, I remove myself from it usually, but um, I don't know if we're wrapping up here anytime soon. I just wanted to throw out that one thing that uh, the thing with the water, mm-hmm. it's called uh, deter- deuterium, I think. Yeah. Deuterium. Mm-hmm. And instead of H2, it's two H. So it's got the little two on the top and the H on the bottom. Um, you know how like they show hydrogen. It's like a big H little two. Mm-hmm. It's just backwards and it's heavy water. It's not lit- literally radioactive, but it has the same kind of effects. It's heavy hydrogen. And I guess one way that you can tell if your water is crazy with it is uh, that your ice cubes won't float in your water density glass. changes. Yeah. 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 Even though it's the same, you know, it's the same water that's being made out of the ice cubes and the water. I guess there's some weird chemical shit where if it's it's if it's harmful, your ice cubes won't even float. So that's Mm kind of crazy. But yeah, that was one thing where, again, dude, I thought that 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 snake venom video was really helpful and and interesting because I learned so much shit about water in the last freaking couple Mm -hmm. of, of weeks. You know what I mean? So if nothing else, I mean. It educated me a little bit about some stuff. Yeah. I'm sure you've probably heard of the Dr. Emoto where the guy can change the structure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, the frequencies around the water that we're consuming or what we will end up consuming in the end. And might as well. I'm talking with a lady in in about a month here, I think, out of New Zealand that does similar stuff. And I did a a, a little episode on Masuro Emoto's work. Dude, I have his book. It's really interesting, man. Brilliant. She does some cool stuff with her her water too. I guess she'll like freeze stuff and and then look at the crystals and like, you know, play music. It's a l- real similar, hmm. but it's kind of like talking to like a, a living version of this dude, right? Yeah. Well, they say you can do the same plants. with plants, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Music, uh just Talk kind, to them, kind words. Positive, yeah. you know, vibes, energy, vibrations. You ever see people put a, a polygraph like the lie detector um, machine on a on a plant no so like if you think about touching the plant or like chopping off one of its leaves it'll send a signal like it can and and anticipate your actions 
it's like just like we are reading the vibe or the atmosphere of that that room the plants have the same sensation or that same ability to sense and yeah, that I kind of get in. I kind of get into that whole like electrical universe type. Yeah, thing. Like, exactly. I don't know if you ever looked at that. Mm-hmm. It's like I I haven't studied it enough, but it's like I don't know. A lot of that stuff seems like it makes sense to me yeah, when you're yeah. looking into it. It's interesting. You know, there's a toroidal field of energy around us, and it's apparently it extends six feet out. So if you stay six feet away from someone, you're not going to be engaging with their energy field, which you know could be. For better or worse, but well, yeah, that's like that why you walk somebody and get the goosebumps, you know? Right, like, right. It's it's that feeling mm-hmm. that you're like you you or or oh, you walk near someone and you feel like you know them. There's an instant connection mm-hmm. there. It's just those energies mix, and it, it's wild. We, man. we were like we were talking earlier. You think that's why they're trying to screw up everything with, uh, you know, all this electronic garbage at five mm-hmm. G all over and everything. It's because they know that. Yeah, yeah, they know that we're that's how we operate, and it's gonna jack us up. I think, dude. I heard that that's why they're putting those plexiglass things in, like the grocery stores and all these different places. Is that with the five G when because the five G is not even turned on yet, but when the five G gets turned on, the plexiglass will make it so it's almost kind of like a scope. Mm. So if there's plexiglass all over the place, they can actually like direct the 5G through these things more fe- efficiently. Like triangulate it certain areas. Exactly. And with, with the Bluetooth, like the AirPods and shit like that. So there's um, something that is triangulating and yeah. it's making it so that they can pinpoint where you're breathing and all these different things. So if they want to shut you down, the 5G frequency will make you have a heart attack. And all these things. It's just another thing to be to freak yourself out about, yeah. really. But yeah, like when you were a kid with a magnifying glass and the ants, man, right, using the sun. Right. Same, t- same exactly. type of deal. Exactly. Playing God. Yeah. You know, there was something strange when we went on lockdown and all the schools were shut down. I still always saw power companies working on those power lines. And I'm sure they went into the schools as well to install these new Wi-Fi routers. And that that never shut down. And it was just strange. Everyone sat home except for the you essential workers, God bless all of you. But all the uh, yeah. all the power companies, they they kept at it and they kept on installing new, you know, whatever was up there. It's it always kind of bugged me. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, they were working at schools, towers, wherever, mm-hmm. nonstop during that. Yeah. Well, and that's terrifying too to tie in with that freaking uh, school in New Jersey where a hundred people came down with the same kind of brain cancer. From Yo. the 70s to the so and that was from the 70s to you know modern times, right? So who knows what kind Did of they experimental have some kind technology of story? like a water supply issue or something. No, they're in the middle of looking into what it was, but their mm. their theory, their well, like the, the patient or the doctors, I'm sorry, were saying that it looks like someone that was exposed to Agent Orange or someone that was living directly next to a nuclear power plant. Like it gets fucked up brain cancer, really, really rare, I guess one in every like 300,000 people or maybe it was 100,000 people get it but then you have 100 people at this one school over 30 years getting it damn what do you I'm think what do you think about this do you think somehow now i'm not saying it is cuz i have no idea do you think somehow those vaccines are tied into the 5g when they turn it on that there was something in there Heard like that. these people are trying to say Graphene, i don't i don't know oxide kind of stories yeah yeah, know. and you think that would work with that with that other system? It's kind of yeah. it's possible, out dude. There, but 
I'm st- I know it's very possible, and that's what I thought initially, but I'm starting to think that these vaccines are kind of a distraction from some 5G shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because so? Yeah. Yeah, like because- digital passport type of uh, te- technocratic control. Yeah, who knows, dude? I mean, my, my opinions on these things change every week, it seems mm-hmm. like, at this point, man. You know, you get yep. new information, and then your mind changes about the stuff, so... I'm still not getting that damn vaccine, though. I'll tell you uh, that right now. Nope. But I am thankful yeah, for I'm all my you. relatives who got it. They seem to be okay, but I've heard stories of people who got their booster and didn't it didn't take too well. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my uncle had a brain aneurysm. Mm. So. Oh man, sorry. Dude. It did not work. It did not work out well for him. So it's like, and and he was like perfectly healthy. Mm. Uh, I think he was like. 58 something like that it's like damn gone and the whole thing too is who knows what's Mm. who knows what's going to happen 10 15 years from now with these and and that's That's, what i said to people i'm like man i'm like and because my brother-in-law got it for work and he only had to get one and uh and then they kind of played around so i'm like dude you have to make sure for like the next year you focus on doing everything you can to detoxify and, mm-hmm. and and get yourself in the best shape you can because otherwise that thing could have lingering effects because they don't know nobody knows they didn't they didn't do the long-term effects long enough right to be able to right. gotta share this too i mean i haven't really been able to talk about this too much but the fact is that when the HR department of the school district that I work for was sending out the, because I got religious exemption, thank God. Not many people got that. They were fired. They were like, we're going to replace you with someone else. I got religious exemption. And for that, from, from that point on, they would send out emails to everyone saying, we have to promote, and this is legit in the email, that vaccines are the number one prevention measure for COVID-19. Oh, they do the same thing at my job, Jake. Yeah. Same thing. I I work in corporate America and they have been pushing this thing like it's the greatest thing. Now, the funny thing is I haven't heard boo about it since Ukraine took off. Everyone feels proud about it. We we have switched and now... And that's what's hilarious because this is we're talking about corporate America where it's supposed to be, you know, neutral. This is like a social justice swinger because we went from one to now we're on the other. And you go to the homepage of the company and it's, you know, we stand with and it's like, guys, come on, come on. Who well, stands man, with you, the unvaccinated these days, though, you know? <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, I forget when it was, but, you know, there was an article that came out. When it was trying to dox all the companies, the big companies, especially that weren't, uh, you know, going against Russia and, and standing with Ukraine. And yep. they said straight up in that article that the, the Biden administration was doing that to see how effectively companies would fall in line with the mm-hmm. government's messaging. They yep. said that straight out, dude. And that that's corporate and freaking government collusion. Right. That's corporatism at the very least. Right. Um, and realistically more more of an introduction to corporatocracy so mm. oh without a doubt yeah, yeah 2021 dude. introduced a lot of coercion and bullying just to uh demand conformity just like you were saying yeah it's that's kind of like well, the think how many norm. think how many small businesses are done now because of covid because mm. they're because mm-hmm. of their lockdowns you know they're right. done so it's like all it's going to take another two or three of them coming around and there won't be any 
small businesses left. It would just be all the mega corporations. That's and then right. did you guys hear about that new thing with the kids, the hepatitis B? I think it's no. hepatitis B. Right. Hepatitis, I just heard it. I don't, I'm not a news guy. I was on in the house. And when I went in there before I came out and they were talking about it, saying that uh, there's a new hepatitis going around with for young kids. And it, I think it's overseas right now. And then they're saying it's going to come here next. So it's like, I don't know if they're showing their hand already mm. telling us, but. I mean, Fauci has said probably, a bunch of times Someone could probably look it up and see. Yeah. I mean, this kind of reminds me, ironically, of 2020, because there was a lull. There seemed to be like a point of optimism right before George Floyd. And we were like on this track where COVID cases were going down. People were becoming more and more hopeful, I guess. And then this event happened in Minnesota and everything went wild again. And it's like we're kind of on this roller coaster. And right now we're, we're on this dip. I mean, this Elon Musk story is definitely going to cause some kind of turbulence, but we'll see what, what comes down next. Yeah, mysterious hepatitis outbreak among children. Um, it's not saying where, just in the headline there, but yeah, that definitely doesn't sound good at all. No. It, yeah, in the UK, uh, I guess in North Carolina, two cases have been reported in North Carolina already, uh, and nine in Alabama. Yeah, that's How fucked that up. Spread? One gotta... kid died, dude. I think that this shit spreads. I, I don't. I don't know how it's spreading, but like, going back to that stupid snake venom stuff, this whole thing targets your weak organs. So if a kid or an, a person in general has like you know weak liver running in the family or pancreatic problems or heart disease, like my family, um, that's where this stuff kind of affects you, whether it's the COVID or whether it is the snake shit or mm. whatever it is, um, it targets you, targets your weaknesses, right? So the, uh, someone that has like a thyroid problem, die cancer, right? Someone with pancreatic problems, diabetes. Um, I don't know, dude, it, it's, it's so damn confusing. And these people are clearly so many steps ahead of us that it's just like, really everything's a theory and i don't think any theories are stupid right now mm. anything's possible anything yeah. is possible at this point if you put your mind to it yeah all right gentlemen with that i think we're gonna wrap it for tonight uh let's go around the horn uh plug your stuff let us let the people know where they can find you um and thank you very much for joining this was another wonderful excellent conversation so jake let's uh we'll lead with you and uh, where can people find your work thank you gentlemen this community is is incredible i'm happy to be here with y'all uh you can find me on the loco listens podcast or on instagram at loco listens looking forward to connecting with y'all if you want to speak your truth on a cool new podcast i'd be happy to talk to you thank you guys excellent thanks oh, yeah. brother shannon Hey man, I, I'm just solo. I just started a YouTube channel the other day, but I don't even have nothing on there. It's called Secret Squirrel Podcast. Nice. That's, that's all yeah. I got. That's all awesome. yeah, dude. When are you planning on putting something on there? I don't know. I can't even record my intro, man. I've been trying to do it, and every time I race it, I'm like, this is so stupid. It sucks. Yeah, so, you just gotta, you gotta throw trying. something together. Put some, uh, some voice uh, snippets in there. That's always kind of fun, you know? I just stole mine from movies. <laughs> yeah, they're short I clips. I don't think you can get in trouble for those. No, you can't. Cause less than eight seconds. Yep. Hell yeah, dude! That I'm excited to see what what you come up with, Shannon. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I guess that that leaves me next here. I'm uh, Ryan. I'm here every week. You know where to find me. And uh, we have a good time, man. I always am uh, excited to do this. Main thing I'm plugging right now is uh, other than the Patreon, just patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast is the uh, YouTube channel. It's just Dangerous World Podcast. Do some fun news. I upload uh, videos from appropriate uh, episodes because not all of my episodes can go up on YouTube if I want to keep the channel. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to do the episode with you, uh, Loco. I know that we're we're going to do one pretty soon, so that'll be a fun sure. one. And uh, Matt, you're up, dude. Dude, YouTube is such a tight dance right now. It's mm. like, oh, it is. And and you watch, and the followers come slowly, but it's like, you know, it's like, is it worth it? Because eventually, you know, if you you say one wrong thing, there you go, boom, mm. strike, strike. It's a tightrope. Yeah, and I got I a strike from a twenty twenty or a warning from like twenty twenty on my account that I didn't even know I had. Shit, yeah, I didn't think that they were really care until we were monetizing. I don't know how close you are to monetizing. I don't think I'm close. Probably close. You have to have a thousand. No, fuck no. I'm not talking about any vaccine stuff, but I think you have to have a thousand followers and four thousand hours of streaming. So and then so last I checked, you were pretty close. You're closer than me, Matt. So hopefully you'll get there soon. And then be be careful, dude. Be careful. Dude, I yeah, I don't put anything except pictures up there, basically. I'll put like a few of the podcasts. Like there was a few Monday. What I do is I let uh uh spotify test it for me if i don't get that covid banner on the spotify then i can th- I, i'll give it a shot on youtube nice but otherwise yeah so you can find me you know where instagram uh uh the great deception podcast youtube bit odyssey uh and i'm gonna start doing moving some stuff over there because uh like we said you don't want to have all your stuff in one spot right now because it, it can be taken away real quick. But I'm interested to see what happens on Twitter. I won't go back there. I think it's a cesspool. Um, but that's where you can find us. So Hell yeah, dude. As I did want to say really ahead, quick, Ryan. I'm sorry to jump in one more time. I wanted to thank everyone for helping me get bumped up to like 63 in the uh, news commentary in the United nice. States. That's yes. fucking dope. Beating right. the chicks on the right. I hate those chicks. There's two <laughs> girls that just scream about conservative values. So I'm beating them. I'm real happy about that. So Dude, we got to get the daily dump first. We got to, we'll, we'll start slowly. We got to get you in the top 25 and then, and then we're going to, we, we got to bring that daily dump all the way to the top. That'd be to the, awesome. Oh, to the, to a, you think I should do a podcast feed of it? I don't No, no, no. Keep it as is. Just let it keep going. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to try something there, but heck yeah, man. Just yeah, really thankful for that. So that's awesome, everybody. dude. Congrats. Looking Thank forward you. to chatting with you guys again. This was this was very interesting. We went a lot of different directions, but yeah, oh, yeah. it was nice meeting y'all. I had a yeah, good time. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, we will definitely do this again sometime, fellas. Thank you very much. All right, everyone, awesome. stay strong. Cheers. Question everything. Is there a secret history of the United States intentionally hidden by the mainstream media? Could there be a secret society of fat money businessmen whose agenda has been the cause of every major war and economic depression? Is there a shadowy elite gently pulling the strings of our world to bring about their own self-serving political program? The answers may surprise you. The creation of the Federal Reserve System was about more than just money. 
Some refer to it as the secret birth of a criminal conspiracy to rob the American middle class of its hard-earned wealth. Others believe it to be part of an attempt to bring the world under the control of a shadowy international elite that calls itself the New World Order.